Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 11th of May. India recorded over 3,29,000 new COVID-19 cases, taking the tally of infections in the country to over 2 crores 29 lakhs. The death toll climbed by 3,876, taking the tally to more than 2,49,000. Globally, the coronavirus has now infected 158.6 million people and killed over 3.29 million since the pandemic broke out in December 2019, according to John Hopkins University. In episode 719 of Daily Dose, we had said that the World Health Organization's top scientist, Soumya Swaminathan, had told news agency AFP that the coronavirus variant spreading in India is more contagious and might be evading vaccine protection. However, she later put out a tweet stating that she had been misquoted. She said, and I quote, I said B1617 is more transmissible, based on which it is a variant of concern or VOC. There is no data on its impact on diagnostics, therapeutics, or vaccine effectiveness yet. World Health Organization is updating variant data continuously, end quote. Delhi witnessed a drop in coronavirus cases yesterday, reporting a little over 12,000 infections and 319 deaths in 24 hours. According to Indian Express, the number of daily new cases was the lowest since April 12th. The positivity rate fell to 19.1%, the lowest it has been since April 16th. However, the number of tests conducted has also fallen. For instance, on April 16th, the city's positivity rate was 19.69%. The national capital had seen over 19,000 new cases that day, while over 98,000 tests were conducted. In contrast, only 66,234 tests were conducted in the past 24 hours. Yesterday, Delhi Health Minister Satyendra Jain warned that the city was running dangerously low on vaccine supplies which could exacerbate the second wave of coronavirus infections in the capital. Jane said, and I quote, There is only one day of Covaxin supplies left in Delhi and only three to four days of Covishield. We need vaccines at the earliest, end quote. Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia claimed that the centre has cleared only 3.5 lakh doses of coronavirus vaccine for the national capital in May even though the Ahmadmi Party government had placed orders for 1.34 crore doses with manufacturers. On the other hand, Maharashtra Minister Aditya Thakre says that the state is looking at the possibility of importing vaccines directly for the use of citizens in Mumbai. The police in Uttar Pradesh's Badayu town filed an FIR against unidentified individuals for breaching COVID protocols at the funeral procession of a cleric. Abdul Hamid Muhammad Salimul Qadri. The FIR was filed under charges under the Epidemic Diseases Act and sections of the Indian Penal Code, including negligent act likely to spread infection of disease dangerous to life. However, no arrests have been made so far. Dozens of decomposed bodies were seen floating in the Ganga in Bihar's Baksar district yesterday morning. The bloated bodies later piled up on the banks of the river in Chausa a village located about 11 kilometers from Baksar city on Bihar's border with Uttar Pradesh. While some reports said that there were around 10 to 12 bodies, others said that there were 40 to 45 bodies. 
Some reports placed the number even higher, at 150 bodies. Villagers and officials suspect them to be people who died of COVID, who were thrown into the river. 11 COVID-19 patients died at a hospital in Tirupati, in Andhra Pradesh's Chittur district yesterday, after the supply of medical oxygen was disrupted. The incident took place in the intensive care unit ward of the Sri Venkateshwara Ram Narayan Ruya Government General Hospital after a tanker carrying oxygen got late. District collector M. Hari Narayana said, and I quote, There was a five-minute lag in reloading the oxygen cylinder that caused the pressure to drop. The oxygen supply was restored within five minutes and everything is now normal. We have connected bulk cylinders and there is no need to worry. A major disaster was averted because of quick action by medical staff. End quote. The Kerala High Court yesterday berated private hospitals for charging very high rates for COVID-19 treatment, saying that the citizens should not be looted in trying times. The High Court said that they had come across several instances where patients were charged as much as 22,000 rupees for personal protection kits, calling them unconscionable billings. During the proceedings, the Kerala government informed the High Court that it had registered a case against the hospital mentioned in the video. The state also informed the bench that it had capped prices for COVID-related services in private hospitals of the state. Twitter donated $15 million to help address the coronavirus crisis in India, the platform's CEO Jack Dorsey said in a tweet. A portion of this was to Seva International, a not-for-profit organization affiliated to the RSS. According to a list compiled by the Network of Women in Media India, at least 235 journalists have lost their lives to coronavirus in the country. The Press Emblem Campaign, an NGO which consults for the United Nations, has been collating information on journalists affected by COVID across the world. According to PEC, India loses four journalists every day to the virus. As you can tell, journalists across the country are doing their best to tell stories in the midst of this raging pandemic, often at risk to their own lives. Our reporters at News Laundry are also hard at work, going above and beyond to bring you the stories of the people in the country who are most affected. Four of our reporters, Ayush, Basant, Shivangi and Akansha, are in Uttar Pradesh, one of the worst affected states in the country, and they released two video reports yesterday. The first, by Ayush and Basant, is about Praveen Kumar's ordeal with the healthcare system in Saharanpur. At the largest COVID facility there, Praveen's younger brother was not receiving proper care. Meanwhile, at the district hospital, Praveen's older brother was on oxygen support. Watch the report, titled, I Lost Two Brothers in One Night, How Useless System Wrecked UP Engineer's Family. Akansha and Shivangi, meanwhile, visited a Gorakhpur hospital overrun with COVID cases and found several lapses in the system, including a severe shortage of beds, oxygen, and medical staff. To know more, Check out the report titled, Inside a Gorakhpur Hospital Overrun with COVID. It's hard to operate during these unprecedented times, and most people try and tune out when they're overwhelmed just to take a break from the relentless news cycle. Journalists can't, though. We have to witness tragedy after tragedy to bring it to our readers. But we understand what we're tasked with, and at News Laundry, we do not take this responsibility lightly. So... We spend time and resources to bring you the ground reality that legacy media will not. Our reports from Uttar Pradesh are case in point, contradicting the UP government's claim that there is no shortage of oxygen. 
and we want to continue to do stories such as these and it is only through your support that it is possible so i urge you if you believe in what we do subscribe to us help us continue to bring you the stories that matter the enforcement directorate has registered a case of money laundering against former maharashtra home minister anil deshmukh the case was reportedly registered under sections of the prevention of money laundering act and was filed after studying a recent cbi fir that was filed against deshmukh the cbi case claimed that deshmukh and unknown others had used their official position to obtain an illegal advantage and influence the transfers and postings in the mumbai police in march former mumbai police commissioner parambir singh had alleged that deshmukh was involved in an extortion racket claiming that the former minister had asked mumbai cop sachin vaze to collect 100 crore rupees every month from hotels bars and restaurants in mumbai the cbi found prima facie truth in these allegations after the bombay high court asked the premier anti corruption agency to look into the allegations as part of a preliminary inquiry meanwhile the unknown others named by the cbi in its fir are suspected to be other government officials in maharashtra who will now be probed formally according to a report by hindustan times the center today told the delhi high court that 400 workers for the redevelopment of the central vista avenue were engaged well before the imposition of curfew in delhi and that the workers are staying at the site in accordance with official covid guidelines the court was hearing a petition seeking a stay on the central vista's construction given the rising number of covid-19 cases in delhi the petition was filed by anya malhotra a translator and sohail hashmi a historian and documentary filmmaker the petitioners said that they were concerned by the super spreading potential and threat posed by the continuing construction at the project and the plight of the workers being exposed to the infection on a daily basis in response the union government told the court that the contractor has provided health insurance to all workers with respect to covid-19 the site has also been equipped with testing and isolating facilities as well as medical aid the government has also refuted the claim that the workers are being brought from sarai kalika camp to the site on a daily basis the work at the central vista avenue is to be completed by november 2021 A Delhi court today heard businessman Navneet Kalra's anticipatory bail plea in connection with the police seizing oxygen concentrators from his restaurants. This includes the renowned Khan Chacha restaurant in national capital's upscale Khan market area. Kalra has been accused of black marketing oxygen concentrators in Delhi. He was denied interim relief by the Saket court, following which the matter was posted for today. According to Hindustan Times, Kalra is allegedly on the run. while a manager and three staffers from his restaurants have been arrested so far the delhi police said that they have a lookout circular issued against kalra after they seized 137 oxygen concentrators following raids last week another 387 concentrators were recovered from the registered office of matrix cellular company in south delhi's chhatrapur all the 524 recovered concentrators were connected to kalra and the employees of the private company the police added petrol and diesel prices have been hiked again by the country's largest fuel retailer indian oil this is the second time this year that rates in some areas have crossed the 100 rupees per liter mark in delhi petrol prices have been increased by 26 paise from 91.27 rupees per liter 
to 91.53 rupees per liter and diesel has been boosted by 33 paise to 82.06 rupees per liter according to indian oil currently petrol and diesel prices are the highest in mumbai and were retailed at 97.86 rupees per liter while diesel was sold at 89.17 rupees per liter meanwhile maharashtra joined rajasthan and madhya pradesh in the league of states where petrol rates breached the 100 rupees a liter mark In five increases in the last one week, petrol price has risen by 1.14 rupees per liter and diesel by 1.33 rupees. At least 24 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli air raids on the Gaza Strip, according to the Palestinian Health Ministry. According to Al Jazeera, Israeli forces continued to bombard the territory till today morning, targeting sites in Khan Yunis, Al Burej refugee camp. and Al-Zaitoun neighborhood at least 3 civilians were also killed at dawn after an Israeli warplane targeted a house in Al-Shadi refugee camp the Gaza health ministry announced that the death toll of 24 people also included 9 children at least 106 others were also wounded the upsurge in the recent violence came as Israel celebrated Jerusalem Day marking its capture of East Jerusalem in the 1967 Arab Israeli war At least 7 children and a teacher have been killed in a shooting at a Russian school in the southwestern city of Kazan. Al Jazeera reported that 21 people were hospitalized, including 18 children. According to the Interfax news agency, two gunmen opened fire at the school, while other reports said that the attack was carried out by a lone shooter. In response, additional security measures have been put in place in all schools in Kazan, the capital of Tatarstan. The governor of the Tatarstan Republic said and I quote The terrorist has been put under arrest and he is 19 years old a firearm is registered in his name other accomplices haven't been established yet end quote While school shootings are relatively rare in Russia there have been several violent attacks on schools in recent years mostly carried out by students That's all the news we have for you today Stay safe and hold on during these trying times See you tomorrow All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.